0: In their calendar, let's go. Yeah, thank,
1: yeah. You, thank you, thank you.
0: All right, anything else, Devin? Anything from Cornell Cooperative Extension? We got. Hola, mis amigos, this is El Hudi, and you're listening to WGXC Acre, 90.7 FM, listener-supported radio for open ears. Wave Farms Public Art Park begins opening Saturdays on June 3rd for drop-in visits anytime between noon and 6 p.m. The art park is on Wave Farms' 29-acre campus in Acre, featuring 13 installations. The study center, including a research library, the WGXC 90.7 FM Acre broadcast studio, and accommodations for Wave Farm's International Artist Residency Program. Visitors to Wave Farm's art park receive a guided tour of the campus. Admission is free, and tours typically last between 60 and 90 minutes. The art park is available to see on other days through October through reservations at wavefarm.org. WGXC underwriting support is provided in part by SunCommon, supporting vibrant communities across New York for over 15 years, offering custom solar installations for homes, farms, and businesses. Information at suncommon.com. WGXE is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of the McPees of East Hampton, New York. WGXE's sustaining supporters are among the station's most
1: dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXE as a public platform for information,
0: experimentation, and engagement in Green and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a sustaining supporter by going to wgxc.org donate. Thank you for your support. Welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Amanda. We are a movie talk show that's here on WGXC every second and fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in.
1: Wow. It's so exciting to be here on another wonderful October evening. Every night we do this show is the best night of my life.
0: (laughs) So I get to have the best night of my life twice a month. It's so exciting. How thrilling. Um... So,
1: what do we do on this show usually, Jenny? Well, ordinarily, Amanda and I pick a theme and then we talk about movies surrounding that theme. Usually, we watch separate things and don't talk about it ahead of time because for new listeners, Amanda and I are coworkers and best friends. So, it's really hard for us to not talk about what we've been watching. Yeah. Uh, But we make the sacrifice for you, our listeners. Yeah, And then we discuss them here on the radio and reveal what we've watched to each other.
0: Perfectly put. It's a lot of fun to keep that secret until we get on the air. Tonight, we're talking about brand new horror movies from 2023. Um, But before we get into talking about those, we're going to tell you a little bit about what's in the theaters right now. So I'm going to start by telling you what's in the Wyndham Theater in Wyndham, New York. We have the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, which I guess was a video game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> we have Killers of the Flower Moon and we have the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. You can find out more about showtimes at WyndhamTheatre.com. That's W-I-N-D-H-A-M-Theatre.com. theater.com.
1: right. And now I'm going to be telling you about what's playing over at the Crandall Theater in Chatham. Right now, it's actually Film Columbia 2023, which is a film festival, uh, and they have uh, some passes that you can buy to get to see every movie, or you can go and see different movies individually. I have to tell you, it's many, 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 many movies. Uh, I was going to start reading them, but... It's a lot. I will I'll give you some highlights um that look exciting to me. Uh May December, the new Todd Haynes movie is there. They will be playing The Boy and the Heron, which is the new Miyazaki movie. Um there's a movie called The Taste of Things Orlando, My Political Biography, The Teacher's Lounge, uh Fallen Leaves, Mountains. There's truly tens of movies maybe even 20s, hard to say. Uh, But what I would tell you to do is if you're interested uh, in Film Columbia 2023 to head on over to org to find out specific information about showtimes uh, and what you can expect from the film festival. Gorgeous. All right, so I'm going to tell you about what's at the Highway
0: Drive-In in Cooksackie, New York. That is still open, but probably not for much longer. I think they're probably done after October, but not too short. But they are weather permitting. So that's a four screen drive in theater. The first screen is playing the Taylor Swift era's concert tour. Screen two, we have the Nightmare Before Christmas and the Corpse Bride. Screen three is the Lost Boys and It Follows. And screen four is the Exorcist Believer and Saw X. You can find out more at highwaydrivein.com. That's H-I-W-A-Y drive
1: All right, and now I'm going to tell you about what's playing at the Upstate Films locations, starting with the location in Rhinebeck, also known as the Star Cinema. So we have Stop Making Sense, Killers of the Flower Moon, Close-Up, Pain Hustlers with author Evan Hughes, Joan Baez, I Am a Noise, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, Revival House, The Plot Against Harry, film about a father who with, sorry, <laughs> Film About a Father Who is the name of the movie, which is confusing to me. Uh-huh. Film About a Father Who. <laughs> oh, no, it must be About a Father Who. That's confusing. Anyway, with director Lynn Sachs in person. Ooh. Wow. Uh, we also have Radical Wolf and Anatomy of a Fall Sneak Preview. Uh, and so those are the those are the movies playing at the Rhinebeck Cinema. And then heading on over to the Orpheum Theater, which is the movie theater in Socrates, we have Twin Peaks, Fire Walk with Me, mm. Stop Making Sense, Killers of the Flower Moon, Suspiria, but the one from a couple years ago, not the one from the eighties. Hedwig and the Angry Inch, Joan Baez, I Am a Noise, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, She Came to Me, Cat Person, and Dicks the Musical, the sing along. If you're into oh. that kind of thing. Oh. And to find out more about those movies and some specific showtimes, you can head on over to upstatefilms.org. Gorgeous.
0: Last but not least, I'm going to tell you about what's playing at the Spotlight Cinema in Hudson, and that is you can find out more at spotlighttheaters.com. They recently did get a new website; it's a little confusing. The link to their new website is on the old page, so I think this new one is the spotlighttheaters.com. We have Hocus Pocus: The 30th Anniversary. Killers of the Flower Moon, Paw Patrol movie, <laughs> uh, The Mighty movie, and then Saw X. And again, find out more at the And then I keep forgetting we have a new we have a new theater, theater in Hudson. Pull that up. Let me pull that up. So I think
1: it's the Madison. It is theater. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the other uh, movie theater on Fairview that used to be like the Fairview Three for those of you old heads who mm-hmm. uh, you know went to go. In the olden days. And then briefly was a dinner theater in between also.
0: Exactly. So it looks like the web address here is. Sorry, it's taking a little while to load. But the web address is Hudson.TheMadisonTheater.com. Theater spelled the old way with the R before the E. Um, and we have Exorcist Believer. Paw Patrol. The Mighty Movie. The Creator. Taylor Swift. The Era's Tour. And that is it. So go on, check it out. I'm excited to check out this new theater. I hear it's great. Yeah. Once again, that's Hudson dot the Madison theater with, you know, T-H-E-A-T-R-E
1: dot com theater theater all right and then last but not least i'm going to tell you about what's playing at tsl this weekend so they're doing some special halloween weekend screenings including stop making sense the new restoration which is playing lots of other places on saturday uh they're going to be playing a seating optional raucous uh screening of it which is also byob just a heads up uh they will also be playing um the their special director series is continuing oh i'm so sorry it's actually simply not a director series anymore now it's a special actor series uh and it's three movies starring jean moreau so we've got uh Jules and jim we have the train we ha- and we have elevator to the gallows oh. uh, which is very thrilling i've only seen Jules and jim of those uh and then we also have no, I think that's it. That's it. That's a lot. I mean, Gorgeous. that's plenty. That's plenty. Uh, and So to find out more information about those things, because I just said a lot of words all at once, uh, you can head on over to timeandspace.org. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. All
0: right. Now it's time to talk about the good and the bad of the horror movies of 2023 that we saw. I know that there's a couple that are really fresh out right now that I haven't gotten to see. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'll just dive right in. Yeah, all we can do stay. is talk about what we have seen. Yeah, I... Well, should we start from early on? Yeah. All right, so we went to the theater together to see Evil Dead Rise. We sure did.
1: That was my first drive-in of the season, I think.
0: I think it was my first drive-in of the season. Also, we took our friend who doesn't like scary movies, and we're like, you'll be fine. It's gonna be and okay. she
1: wasn't fine. She, she got scared. had some nightmares, we're but... S- sorry, Ellen. So sorry, Ellen. Thank you for being our friend still, despite... Yep. us making you watch uh evil dead rise in the theater <laughs>
0: uh evil dead rise was indeed fun and scary so it does a lot of callbacks to the original evil dead series particularly evil dead and evil dead 2 uh in that it is very gory and also has fun with that gore yes. it's silly it's gross um <clears throat> it's about a Single mom and her two kids? Yeah. Three three Uh, kids. No, there's three. There's
1: three. There's three three. kids. (laughs) It's been a Um, second, obviously, since we've seen this one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: (laughs) Three kids, and they live in an apartment building. Their aunt comes to visit. and, And they live in California, and an earthquake happens while they're all in the building. And the kids go down into the lower levels of the building and find that... A chasm, or not a chasm, that's a little dramatic. (laughs) A hole has opened up. (laughs) And in the hole, what should we find but the one and only Necronomicon, baby? It's the Dark Book. And of course, as oh, wait, no. no. And then also, there's
1: also some mysterious records that have been recorded by whoever buried this thing here under the apartment building. Exactly, exactly. Some vinyl records, which again is a callback to the first
0: movie where in the first movie i'm pretty sure nobody in the cabin reads the words but they listen to a tape recording of a study of the book that reads the words the words
1: (laughs) Uh, and so one of the three kids is like a cute little like non-binary kid who's really into records and techno and stuff and so they bring the record up to their room and play it on their speaker system because they're like i wonder what's on that And what could be on that, but some very dark, dark words read aloud from the Necronomicon, (laughs) of Um, course. It was
0: so, so fun and great. Uh, I was just looking at the director, Lee Cronin, who did another movie in 2019 called The Hole in the Ground, which I hear is really good and I have not seen, or at least fun. Watched The Hole in the Ground and I did not enjoy it. But, I, right.
1: you know, it is what it is. Well, that's the thing about horror <laughs> movies and why we're
0: getting on the horn to say a lot of people love ones that I think suck. <laughs> um, but the evil, evil Dead Rise did not suck. No, I, really fun. I also thought that it was going to be kind of a uh, continuation of the... Uh, Fede Alvarez remake in 2013 but it was not and I'm happy about that because I like you know
1: make the story new we don't need a sequel we've already had sequels totally Um, a fun thing about it so just to return to the plot summary just a little bit so after um, one of the kids plays this mysterious vinyl record uh, suddenly things start to go very badly in the apartment building Um, the mother of the Mm -hmm. children Goes into the elevator for some reason, and I can't why. She's going down why. to do the laundry. Right. Oh, God. Why do a laundry after an earthquake? I know. I know. <laughs>
0: into the lower levels of the building. Come uh,
1: on. And as she's on her way back, some mysterious dark spirit enters the elevator with her. And we have a similar scene, which happens in all of the Evil Dead movies, yeah. where she is overtaken uh, and... Uh, assaulted by this mysterious spirit, which uh-huh. then possesses her body. Yep. Uh and a callback to the tree scene. A callback to the tree scene. And as the elevator rises, uh it kind of like this so mysterious spirit the, so do the evil <laughs> dead. Uh this mysterious spirit kind of destroys the elevator and like it, what I don't remember exactly how it happens, but what you end up with is that they're all trapped on the same floor and no one can get down. Yeah. Which is like a very thrilling like You know, I love a, like, closed room movie where nobody can escape. You're trapped
0: in. How are you going to get
1: out? Right. And it's just, like, it's such a good... Like method to use to get everybody to stay in one place, yeah. And I just, it's such a great, like, the apartment building is such a funny one to do as opposed to the cabin in the woods because, like, apartments do have creepy things about them, but they feel inherently very like populated, yeah. Um, Like you're not alone, you have neighbors, right? But in this world, it's very specific that the neighbors cannot help you. You are still incredibly trapped, and the neighbors are themselves in danger.
0: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's gonna get possessed. Everyone's gonna get possessed.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I mean.
0: You got to have that extra challenge of something's going on inside and how do we get out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's Great. And so from there, things just devolve as the mother becomes murderous and starts to attack everybody. Um, But it takes a little while for everyone to figure it out, of course, as is often the case with possession. Uh, And it's just a really fun time because it does a lot of the like the, the same kind of energy from the first Evil Dead and the second one. The second one, like for those of you who are not familiar, is... Basically a retelling of the first one, but with more uh, physical comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's far more comedic. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a lot and uh, but kind of not like better special effects isn't the right word, but a higher budget. So yeah. they were able to do more with it, and so this one really marries the two in that there's a lot of dark. Uh, quite scary like gory scenes like i found myself tensing up quite a bit mm-hmm. but there's also quite a <laughs> quite a bit of comedy yeah and uh you know light eyeball play yeah if you will i mean the trademark <laughs> of the evil dead movies
0: is that they go for it like they're the choices that are on the table they're like let's do all of yeah, them yeah totally you know? and which is why they're so fun so fun exactly and like even the first one which takes itself a little more seriously is still has levity and like humor to it because it goes so far yeah totally um when it enters that that realm of like not being real and thus being less scary Mm -hmm. for a lot of us uh yeah then you just have fun with it and it sure is fun there's uh, lots of excellent excellent fan service mm-hmm. we get the
1: chainsaw totally but also we I get
0: a wood chipper too we do get a wood
1: chipper <laughs> often like fan service feels really hollow to me but in this one it felt more like an homage like i like i was yeah. just talking to uh friends of the show Anne and alex about this Anne and Alex, uh, what up? thank you so much uh about how so often like modern movie criticism is about uh you know like detective work and finding like callbacks to things and easter eggs instead of actually like critically engaging with it which is such a bummer it's
0: an excellent point but when those like callbacks are so lovingly folded Mm -hmm. in
1: yeah and this one doesn't feel like it's not the point of the movie at all they're just yeah they're 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 worked in in such a way that it's enjoyable but you don't like the point of the movie is not to like find these easter eggs no
0: no and like
1: Of course, like in this world of
0: remakes, that kind of stuff does really happen all the time where it's like, it is about these Easter eggs because we're remaking this movie, changing it a little bit, maybe, but just like rehashing it for a newer audience. Right. But yeah, this is, um, I mean, they even kind of do a little fake out in the beginning yeah. where it actually begins at a cabin. Right, totally. It oh, starts yeah, with young people that. at a cabin. Yes,
1: it totally does. Um, it's like a little cold open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: exactly. Which it then lo- the very end of the movie loops back around and tells you how we got that first opening scene. Um, but yeah, so it kind of is self-aware in that yeah. way, which is fun. But they do ultimately deliver you a new story. But with the same, like, same little loving details, you know, like, yeah, the I see what you mean about, like, fan service feeling hollow. But I think there is a way to do it so that it is thrilling for fans right. of the original, again, because we're in such an
1: era of remakes. Totally. It feels more <clears throat> like, a, like a tonal <clears throat> choice more than, like, we're picking specific, like, little plot points to put in. It's like, no, this is, like, a tone that we're aiming for that also happens to have scenes from... Scenes that are reminiscent of older movies without actually being like, you know, it's, ex- <laughs> you know, like exact callbacks, yeah. which I feel like are so like, what are we doing? Like, Come it always on. makes me groan. But in this I movie, know. I just felt glad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just
0: fun. Um, all right. That's the Evil Dead Rise. And I think that is
1: available for streaming Let's in say, some spots. Let me take a look because it's been out for uh, quite a bit now. So, yeah, exactly. Let's um, see. I know
0: that it was streaming okay so it looks like we have
1: it on hbo oh yeah she's on hbo um so big
0: old recommend
1: if you don't have hbo you can also rent it for 5.99 quite a few places but Mm -hmm. yeah if you are into i mean i can't stress enough it's like it's for people who are interested in horror and gore and like um irreverent (laughs) comedy like that's the that's one of the things about the evil dead is that the demons who are possessing the evil dead are always um, saying like kind of funny one liners yeah, <laughs> that are like really cheesy. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got a little Crypt Keeper energy in like a really fun oh, and gross sure. way. Yeah,
0: exactly. Echoing what Jenny said, it's if you like, Fun, silly gore,
1: check it out. But you get definitely a good rating from us over here. Yeah. Dim the lights. I had a great time. I had really low expectations for it because I was like, ugh, another one. Yep. And then I think that helped me too because I'm sure you recall me saying that when the
0: trailer came out, I was like, ugh, it looks so stupid. Yeah. (laughs) The trailer took itself really seriously. And I was like, oh, great. Another movie with like crawl like somebody crawling
1: somebody getting thrown around by an invisible (laughs) force which I hate Amanda's biggest horror movie pet peeve (laughs) it can be
0: done well but like do it in a way that scare
1: me yeah totally because I mean it's once you've seen it a million times it's like okay whatever but this felt like a new uh, like I mean it it, there wasn't anything like super new about it but it felt like a reinvention of, of the evil dead story in a way that was like really satisfying and fun to watch
0: yep yep delightful
1: um, so good right. do you want to talk about one that maybe i didn't watch or should we talk about I, yeah i'll talk about a new one that i watched right. i watched a movie the other night called dark harvest oh Ooh.
0: oh how seasonally appropriate so it being seasonally harvest time appropriate. here <laughs> yeah. on the eastern seaboard and it's yeah.
1: like it's a true halloween movie and that it takes place at halloween time which is always what i, I love want i like i love that yes. i would say my review of it is like it was fine. Like, uh-huh. I don't think it's amazing, but I do think if you're into Halloween and horror, I think you should watch it because it's pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely uh, never heard of it. It's from 2023. I had heard of it because it's actually based on a novel, which I started reading a couple of years oh. ago and never finished. Oh. So sorry, Too Dark Harvest. People really like it, but I just... I it got returned to the library and then i never took it out again yeah. it it wasn't the book it fault. wasn't enough um so it's directed by david slade who i know as a director of many episodes of the tv show hannibal ah oh. <laughs> but he also actually uh, directed the twilight eclipse movie for okay. those of you who prefer I've never such seen a thing that. he also directed hard candy and 30 days of night so he's got oh wow a broad <laughs> a That's... broad filmography uh huh. Um, but 30 so, days of
0: night I wanted to be cool know, so bad. It was and that so bad. terrible. It was awful.
1: I know. I mean, it feels like it's really trapped in its era, um, but that's a story for another time. That is. Yeah. But so Dark Harvest is about um, it, this tiny town. It has it just to get just it for those of you who know it reminded me a lot of the story the lottery by shirley jackson well
0: that's a great story Uh, and
1: so it's about this time that is indeed a dark harvest a very dark harvest very similar energy to the to the to the film dark harvest uh so it's about this very small town that seems to be trapped in time it certainly is taking place in like something like the 50s in the united states but we're never given an exact location and it's not clear that i mean it doesn't feel like it's really in our timeline Mm. uh So it's in this town every year on Halloween, all of the teenage boys have been locked in their room for three days, starved, not given any water. And then on Halloween night, they're all released into the town and all of them must wear costumes and they all pick a weapon and they have to hunt down. Uh, their parents no (laughs) uh a creature called sawtooth jack oh my god who is a scarecrow who's left in the like you know the crop field the cornfield all year and then on halloween night comes to life and so the boys must track him down and kill him and he will kill them back he's very violent sawtooth jack You cannot trust him it's not an easy hunt so is he indeed a scarecrow I will tell you later. Okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so Spoil they have to. For me. <laughs> they have to hunt down Sawtooth Jack, <laughs> and it opens with a scene of the hunt where all of these teenage boys are looking for this creature who looks a lot like a scarecrow but with a pumpkin head, and mm-hmm. he's like kind of he's very like desiccated and dead looking, Gross. and one boy successfully cuts him down, and after he's killed him, he cuts him open. And starts tearing candy out of his body. And he and all the other boys like fall to their knees and start devouring the candy disgusting. out of his body. And it's really gross because it's a lot of like red vines. So it looks like weird like sinew. Yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, it's really yucky. And then the boy who successfully kills Sawtooth Jack gets a check for $25,000 for his family. And, like, is that' a giant check? Uh, yeah, it is a giant <laughs> check. He gets a giant check <laughs> a giant and like thing? a brand new Corvette. And all we see, it's a boy car. Oh, I'm trying to remember what his name is. Um, it's a boy called Jim, and he uh, take he gets in his brand new corv- Corvette and he drives away, and that's the last we see of him. Mm-hmm. Then flash forward to next year. It's five days before Halloween, and now we're spending time with Jim's little brother, whose name is Richie. Okay, and he is determined to follow in his brother's footsteps to also kill sawtooth jack get the and check, get the get check the for his family get the corvette and drive on out of the stupid terrible town Yep. uh however as time goes on his parents are really against him trying to kill sawtooth jack and he doesn't really understand why and he's bullied by the other kids in the town who are like you couldn't do it there's no way Uh, And then the most of the movie is actually like the night of the hunt as he like teams up with another girl who is she's not supposed to participate in the hunt, but she chooses to anyway. Okay, And the two of them team up to try to get Sawtooth Jack. It's like it's a really fun movie because it's very gory and it's very stylistic and that it, it reminded me a lot. Of the some of the direction of episodes of Hannibal, <laughs> because <laughs> there's a lot of like slow motion, blood flying in the air, mm-hmm. and like misty nights where like the uh you know a time lapse of corn moving in the field, nice and like a lot of uh, it's very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Like, I don't think it's, like, an incredible movie. But I I had a really fun time as, like, a person who likes kind of, like, a dark, haunting tale. Um, It's pretty bloody for those of you who are not into gore. But there's not that much of it. For those of you who aren't, I'm thinking of my mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think it's accessible. But I would say, you know, be prepared to close your eyes. Um, But it's really, it has, like, this fun... um, like, kind of 50s aesthetic. That It's also very much acknowledging, like, the the main character, Richie, is, uh, like, bullied by his peers. And the girl that he teams up with is black. And, like, she's also bullied for, like, being black. And so, like, in some ways, it's a little bit, like, you know, I'm not always, like, into watching movies with, like, period typical (laughs) racism. But I appreciate that they didn't, like, shy away from it while still using this aesthetic. Uh, And so... It just is, like, it's a pretty interesting, had, I will say, had a little bit of, like, a Riverdale energy, too. Uh, it's, like, a Riverdale all right, all plus right. the
0: lottery. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I also, I, like, have questions <laughs> that I think if you answered would be spoilers. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't spoil it because these are, like, new movies. It's
1: really new. So, I would say it's, like, it's <clears throat> not difficult to guess the twist once you're kind of in it. But I do think it's—I think it's still really satisfying. And like, I mean, you know, from the outset that this is like a clearly a really messed up ritual. Yeah. And there's just like a couple extra little bits to it that are extra messed up. I would say like, the twist is not particularly damning. Like you know ahead of time that something is wrong. Yeah. Um. So it's not it's not like satisfying in that way. Like when I tell you who, who Sawtooth Jack is, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, cool, that makes sense. But it's not like uh it's it, it doesn't take away from it I would say okay. I think it could be better it, it sounds could, entertaining yeah I had a really fun That's time I watching Dark Harvest it's Dark like Dak Harvest I really enjoyed Dak Harvest it's not again it's like it's nothing that I haven't really thought about it since I watched it to be very honest with you but it was like a perfect way to spend an hour and 33 minutes on uh an evening during this haunted season yeah uh, it is unfortunately not streaming for free, but you can rent it for five ninety nine from a multitude of services. And I imagine at some point it will be streaming for free, probably like after Halloween, just because they, you know, that's how they Gotta do it. Gotta milk it, yeah. But I had a really fun time. I thought the um, the main actor had. Uh, you know, Riz, as the kids say, it was like a lot of, <laughs> you know, uh, there was it was like a whole, a whole mess of twinks in this movie, and that's always Amazing. fun to watch all these like hot little teen boys. I mean, you said Riverdale energy, and I, <laughs> you got me back. It's so River.
0: it's I was like, like oh, oh, Riverdale. And candy like, for guts, boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's got like kind then of. You said Riverdale. It has huh? that like heightened Riverdale energy too, where like it's clearly not taking place in our world. You yep. know, Riverdale's on another in another timeline, yep. and yep. so is Dark Harvest. Low fantasy. Low fantasy, but yeah, I really liked it. The only actor who I recognized was um, Jeremy Davies, who is Michael Faraday from Lost. For those Aww, for the Lost heads yeah. in the house, um, everyone else was somebody who I didn't recognize. But yeah, that's Amazing. Dark Harvest, I thought it was fun.
0: Um, should we talk about Talk, talk to, to Me, me. Yeah. or should I tell you about a movie that I
1: watched? Start. You tell me about a movie you All watched right. first, and then we'll we'll hop into Talk to Me.
0: All right. I watched a movie called. Influencer, I can guess what that's about. Oh wait, you know what? I'm gonna be really quick about this because this is actually 2022. (gasps) My babad, unbelievable. Um, Super quick. It is streaming um various places. You can rent it um, but it's about. the titular influencer (laughs) who goes to thailand because her her boyfriend is like a influencer manager kind of and like flies her to thailand books her to stay at all these fancy places to do her thing and she's very lonely she's a cute girl she's making all her cute posts but she's very very lonely and she meets this other girl who is like stunningly beautiful and but has a very large birthmark on her face which is clearly like Mm -hmm. supposed to be part of the plot it's the only reason why i mention it i think in real life she's like a model who's very Mm -hmm. famous for this birthmark on her face um and they become friends and this girl um i shouldn't just say girl they have names in the movie (laughs) say their name please say her name (laughs) um okay so the influencer is madison the the girl with the birthmark kind of we don't really get her name Mm. it's the credits say cw but i think she there's a reason why she doesn't really have a name (gasps) so they become friends or so it seems until cw this mysterious girl who lives in thailand takes madison to a tiny island where no one else lives Uh uh-oh and it's like you know, they have like a little camp out and get drunk. And she's like, I'm going to leave you. You're going to wake up in the morning and you're not going to have any food or water. And, uh, you, there's no one around for miles and miles and you're going to starve to death and die. Oh my God. And that is what happens. So this girl, <laughs> and that is what is, she's a serial killer. She's out to get specifically influencers. Whoa. She finds them in Thailand and weasels her way into their lives. Mm-hmm. They become friends. And then she leaves them on this Island things do get turned on her things get sticky it was a really fun idea like i thought this movie was gonna be dumb but it was actually like it was pretty fun uh it could have had more fun with itself though like it was very serious Mm -hmm. and it was such a fun idea with like great setting and like all the actors did just fine they weren't great but like it just could have had a little more fun with itself yeah totally um because it was, like, such a fun kind of, like, twisty, like, murder story. Yeah. So that was Influencer. Um, I'm so sorry. Once again, it's from 2022. Unbelievable. I effed up.
1: Where is it? Is it streaming somewhere? For it, those of us who would like to watch it? It
0: is for subscription on AMC+. Plus. Um, I thought that it was streaming on Shudder, maybe. I watched it on, on one of these streaming services. So look for it out there. It's definitely for rent on all the bigger
1: platforms. On all the big platforms. All right. Are you ready to talk about Talk to Me? Talk to me. Are you ready to talk to me? I'm ready to talk to you about Talk to Me. I'm always hesitant to say it out loud. I know i'm not holding my hand but you know
0: it's also from 2022 yeah but that's the like oh that's in yeah it's an international film so it came out it came to us in in 2023
1: 2023. exactly so talk to me is a movie from 2023 although it will say 2022 when you look it up but trust us
0: (laughs) uh directed by danny and michael philippo i'm not sure if i said their last names correctly but it feels right they're couple of kiwis a couple um, of kiwis. they're from new zealand this movie is from new zealand they got their this is their first feature mm-hmm. they got their their fame initially from youtube yeah right? I think they're so. youtubers yeah. and they've done a lot of
1: short films yeah um, i've, I've been,
0: never seen any
1: of their youtube same this is the first of theirs that i've seen and i will say i really enjoyed talk to me i thought it was great i thought
0: talk to me was excellent yeah there was parts in it that i like as we've talked about, um, a lot of horror movies now tend to be about, like, trauma. Mm, yeah, and, they
1: really do. And
0: um, that is fine. I It just bugs me when a lot of the plot dwells on that. Yeah, and totally. And then, like, we keep returning to it. So I will say there was sections of this movie that felt slow mm-hmm. and, like, weighed too heavily on like I'm like I know our main character's mom died Right,
1: like (laughs) I remember from when you told me at the beginning of the movie but
0: otherwise it's such a fun concept so we're with a bunch of high schoolers in New Zealand Uh, there is an opening scene that's very alarming but we can skip that Mm. and just tell you about the bare bones so our main character's name is is Mia Mia. Um, and she is Spending most of her time staying with her best friend. Uh, her mother has recently died in what looks like suicide, mm-hmm. but Mia's having a very hard time processing not only her death, but the fact that it seemingly was by suicide. Her dad is still around, but they have a strained relationship because of what seems like some dishonesty surrounding mm-hmm. her mom's death. Um, and they hear about this... Game that's being played in their community among kids their age, where this ceramic hand <laughs> is being brought to parties, and if you hold the hand and say "talk to me," uh, you will see a spirit that wants to connect. And then if you say uh, "I let you in," I let you in. Ooh. It possesses you temporarily, um, <clears throat> and that way like everybody else can communicate with the spirit and so uh and then but there's certain rules like you have to blow out a candle to sever the connection and it can't be any more than like I think it's 90 seconds 90 seconds Yeah. yeah exactly um
1: and people are, like,
0: filming these
1: yeah. these possessions. It's very, like, teen, like, teens gone wild, where they're all, like, having a raucous time at these parties. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, they've, like, Mia and her friends have heard about it from, like, somebody posting a video on YouTube or whatever of, like, one of these possessions. It's all about Snapchat. It's all about Snapchat. You're right, like, it's, like, Snapchat. it's all yeah, about it's Snapchat, really Snapchat and social media. Because this is very much a do. story
0: that's not only is it about trauma and loss and the desperation we feel when we lose someone and we have questions about why they're gone. But it's also about addiction mm-hmm. and social media. Yeah. Absolutely. Like uh and and like the the flippant way like young people who don't understand what they're messing with can treat like uh people having bad reactions to drugs right, basically. Totally, yeah. Um
1: filming things that they really shouldn't be filming Filming things <laughs> that they shouldn't be filming. Yeah. Filming,
0: yeah. Um and so the little brother of Mia's friend, who she's been staying with, really wants to
1: partake in this. Oh, so, so they oh, go yeah. to a party where <clears throat> one of their friends, like, gets this hand from someone. For, or it's, like, his brother or something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, the, the hand's connector. being passed around. The hand has been passed around to now this, like, community where it's, like, Mia, her friend... Her friend's little brother and like a bunch of other teens all mm. go to a big party and they're like, okay, we have the hand, we're gonna do it ourselves. Mm. And so each of them takes a turn because it's like it's. I really like the way that, I mean, I think it's unhinged, and I would simply never do this. But I love that these teens are like, I want to go, let me go, let me try it, yeah, and it's like it because it's implied like, that it feels really good, right? Too. And there's like a little bit of like a comedy element too, where like usually whoever is partaking in the possession does something kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And so they all mm-hmm. film it and everybody's laughing and having a good time.
0: Yeah, and I think it is, again, it's implied that it feels good. Yeah, totally. Like,
1: your soul kind of takes a back seat. Yeah.
0: So you, you experience this kind of euphoria right. while your body is used by yeah. the spirit. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So part of it is that whoever is... <laughs> being possessed and, and holding the hand is also strapped to a chair so that they can't move presumably mm-hmm. in case the spirit wants to do something with their body. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Mia's friend does it. Uh, and then her, like the Mia does Mia it, does it. And also the, has a great time. The boy that she has a crush on also does it. Yeah.
0: Um, and that's, yeah. So we, you know, our main characters do it. And then this little brother is like, I really want to do it. It's never it's it's never been done with someone mm-hmm. so young
1: because he's like what, like 15 or something. And the rest yeah. of them are all like 18, maybe yeah. 17 or
0: 18. Exactly. or He might even be like 13. Yeah. He's little. Um, uh, and Mia's friend, the older sister of this boy is like, no, no, no. But Mia and the friend get in a fight and Mia being kind of like the second sister mm-hmm. to this little boy is like, OK, you can do it um
1: but they decide to do it for shorter too i think
0: i think they do decide to do it for a shorter time but once the boy lets the spirit in it turns out to be the spirit of mia's mother so mia basically in her desperation to communicate with her mother uh makes this little boy like younger boy uh stay in it for longer yeah stay in it for longer and when he comes out, finally, he is not well at all. Yeah. And that is a great scene. It's, oh God, this it's awful. does not have <laughs> a lot of gore, but there is some very specific body horror. Yeah. Um, that's great. It's, yeah. D- again, if you enjoy gore and gore well done, but it's very dark. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the movie becomes... Mia trying to figure out how to right her wrong by um, saving the soul of basically her friend's little brother.
1: While still being like pretty obsessed with um, the concept of trying to communicate with her mother uh, and her kind of like losing her sense of self through that Mm -hmm. because she... she's also done it too many times she also holds the hand again because she becomes really obsessed with trying to contact her mother. like she does want to right her wrongs with the little brother but primarily she becomes really obsessed with the concept of finding her mother and speaking to her mother Mm -hmm. Uh, asking her like why why, and what's happened yeah uh and like Mm -hmm. seeking closure but clearly seeking closure from something that she should not be speaking to <laughs> exactly and again it being an addiction
0: allegory yeah totally. it just sinks further Ugh, and further into that stop herself. yeah exactly but it was great aside from the things I already mentioned um I thought this movie was so fun yeah um it really feels like you know how like we were in a period where it was zombie movies mm-hmm. all the time. And then it was vampire movies all the time. Now I feel like we're in a possession phase. We are.
1: It's a possession. It's a possession slash trauma for sure. Yeah. We're definitely. Trauma based possession. Exactly. There's so. They're so everywhere. So much of that. Yeah. Lately. That's like all of the like main like big tentpole horror movies are about possession and like somebody dealing with something like the boogeyman is like that too. Mm-hmm. There's not possession but same kind of energy. Yeah. And smile. Like, I feel like all of the big horror movies that came out this year have possession as, like, the main plot point and uh, the main character uh, figuring out why their trauma is causing them problems. Yeah, exactly. Which is, like, it's not a problem, but it is, I'm getting tired of
0: it. <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. And again, I do think it can be done in a way that's, like, far more subtle totally. and still
1: heard and impactful and, like, makes sense in the plot. Do you think that, like, I'm trying to think of what the genesis of that was and, like, the first one that I remember is It Follows, but maybe yeah, the, no. the Duck was before that, but it's kind of like that. I feel like those two were the the big start of this. Totally. And they're both movies that I love. Like, It Follows is one of and my I favorite movies. And I think they do
0: it in a far better, yeah. like, far in less much, literal
1: way. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's much more metaphorical. Exactly. But it's still so obvious, yeah. like, oh, what God. it's about. It Follows is so, like, yeah, yeah, it's so under the surface in yeah. that one. And I just love
0: that yeah. movie. Yeah, the Babadook is amazing. I feel like. Uh, I lost some of my fervor for the Babadook on many, many rewatches. Yeah. Just, I think more about like the monster reveal or yeah. something, but it's, it's the beginnings a great really. movie. It's really, really fun. Um, yeah. That's, that's actually a good point as to where those things kind of really yeah. started. I
1: anyway, know. I wonder what our next big scary phase will be. Cause it is, it's interesting that they do work in cycles like that. I mean, most media does where yeah. like people get really attached to something and then, you know all of the studios are like we, ha- we gotta make a vampire movie I know and
0: I wonder Yeah I mean like I guess we always kind of have We always have movies from all the genres Kind of peppered in there Yeah um, but I'm thinking about barbarian And I'm wondering if maybe we get like monster time Yeah probably It's know? also
1: something about like the recession Like I feel like we had zombies during the Like early aughts recession And mm-hmm. now I'm like oh are we going to re-enter that But our version of zombies is now monsters Yeah that would be great And it's obvious why we have
0: possession and trauma Because you know like the Everyone's world is extremely out. Traumatized for a lot of reasons Dark out COVID. there and, Yeah So it makes sense Um but yeah, I don't know.
1: Something to something to look out something for. To think about. It's interesting to like see those patterns happen, and like, you know, like we haven't had like a lot of alien movies in a long time. Also, you know, no, I did We're watch for an alien that terrible one. Should though. we talk about that? Yeah, I was gonna okay. say Let me tell you where to watch. Uh, talk to me first, which is unfortunately also you have to pay for it, but you can rent it from YouTube, Amazon, Apple, all of those things for four ninety nine or five ninety nine. And I would say if you are into horror movies, totally worth it. Like. I don't get very scared from horror movies anymore now that I have watched so many. I'm, I feel a little inured to them. But talk to me. Freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. That one's
0: scared. It's me. so fun. It's yeah. really fun. Um, I I look forward to seeing if they'll do anything next. Yeah, totally. These dudes, Danny These and Michael. Boys. These boys. Yeah. So now we're gonna move on to because Jenny just mentioned aliens. Where I I watched a movie that Jenny told me that they watched as well. That's on Hulu called No One Will Save You. That is also fresh and new. And um, this movie sucked.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so glad you also didn't like it. I mean, I should have known, obviously. No, but we often disagree, which
0: is like the spice of life. Um, But this movie, well, you did tell me that you didn't like it. But I wanted to be a part of the conversation. I'm so glad you did. And I was also (laughs) like I was trying to find something that was streaming that was new.
1: Yeah. And it um, is brand new. It just came out. It went straight to streaming, which is always, I feel like, a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> Although in these times, it's a little harder because a lot of movies go straight to streaming. It's
0: true. Like, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's... Yeah, that just doesn't get a theatrical world, release,
1: so. which I do think, uh, honestly, if I'd seen this movie in a theater, I probably would have liked it more. It's mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard of it, No One Will Save <sighs> You is a movie that went straight to Hulu probably like three weeks ago. It's pretty fresh. Uh, It is about a young woman who lives by herself in this like big country house Uh, and she clearly has some like version of agoraphobia which is connected to something that happened in her past where she doesn't like interacting with all of her neighbors and the other people in the town and uh, one night you see that she is subject to an invasion from a mysterious alien However, doesn't it doesn't seem mysterious for more than thirty seconds, which is my main problem with this movie. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> okay. So, like Jenny said, alien invasion, and they are classic, like little gray aliens, yeah. big old tall ol head, tall big black aliens. eyes, tall skinny limbs, the classic. That detail I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. Because we don't get a lot of like, um classic yeah they also had tractor beams which i was like oh actual actual tractor beams yeah totally you know we don't get a lot of like the classic alien totally um invasion like in that type of alien invasion movies which would be cool um and even you know her her style is kind of vintagey yeah totally early 60s and i feel like that's kind of a like it's connected a, to that too right because it's that's a, when we started getting like roswell yeah like, totally report, you know it's
1: like almost a really cool movie but it just isn't it doesn't quite make it the other notable thing about it is that um it okay the reason that i watched this was because i saw a bunch of tweets ahead of time that were like it's so incredible that this movie has so little dialogue and yet it's so effective and i was like Whatever. okay and then i put it on and i'm like yeah it has no dialogue because she doesn't speak but that it's not a well-made movie like i was so irritated by that because um, it's really so it is in the film she says like maybe like two or three words tops it's a lot of sound just because she's alone that's the only
0: reason there's no dialogue really
1: but it feels so like it feels like a trope. Like, it feel. It doesn't feel like it happened naturally. Like, you know when you watch no. a movie where there isn't a lot of dialogue or there's some specific thing that it does, but it feels like it's inc- incidental and, like, part of the story. And in yeah. this one, it feels, like, so purposeful. It's, try- well, it's, it's trying. It's yeah. trying too hard. It's trying like, so hard. It made me
0: so annoyed. Also, um, as we mentioned, the al- we see the aliens so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we just keep seeing them. And they're all CGI. They're all CGI. The CGI looks trash. It does. Um, And there's like a couple different kind, like different shapes and sizes (laughs) of the same alien. Um, And it's just rambling. And like, yeah, the action isn't like directed in
1: any kind of interesting way. Um, It's so lame yeah it it really does feel it's interesting I hadn't even really thought about it as like the action being not directed in an interesting way but it is it's like it's just chase scene after chase scene with like yeah. no purpose to them no purpose it's like it feels like when people criticize modern horror movies for having too many jump scares I'm like this is what you sh- this is the actual problem which is just like it's just a scene that's meant to be s- like scary yeah. but it's because she's hiding from the alien yeah. and then there's another scene where she's hiding from the alien and yeah. then there's another scene where, where she's, she's hiding from the, alien. from the alien and it's just like and then i don't... She's
0: running again and there's just Ugh. yeah like there's so there's no clear arc or path no. there's so much like we're in the house we're out of the house we're in the house we're out of the house back and forth back and forth back and forth um yeah it's a it's a shame because i i we do get sci-fi movies, but we don't get a lot of alien invasion movies—aliens yeah. coming to the Earth that we know. Yeah, um, and I love those. I do too. They're so fun. You I know, love we're both science heads. We we're both, both love science. Yeah, and that is like what an excellent movie about not showing the alien right. until you absolutely must.
1: Yeah,
0: because um, you know there. When the when she first realizes something's in her house, that's like the most fun I had in that movie. It's so fun. The first like twenty minutes are quite fun and
1: kind of scary. I was like, "Hear something
0: thudding around? That's scary."
1: Yeah, and And then then they show you so fast, and and it really—it becomes such a. It. I mean, it's also. Surprise. A story about trauma. Mm-hmm. And it's about something that happened to her in her youth. That was another thing. I was like, oh, come on. But it's like, it didn't feel effective. It's The main actress is played by Caitlin Dever, who I actually really like. Like, she's been in a couple of other things. She's in Smart. Booksmart. Booksmart. Um, and I do actually really like her, but I found this to be like such a weird use of her. And it's just she... I don't know her character was so thin like her only character traits are that like she doesn't really talk to anybody mm-hmm. and she is sad about this thing that happened to her in the past.
0: Yeah. And that's like her entire personality. And that's it. It felt her so personality hollow. personality that we get is that she likes crafts and like crafting and old stuff and that she um yeah, like that she's traumatized from this thing that happened in the past. Yeah, again, like another Another movie that's about the character's trauma that just keeps bringing it up in such unsubtle yeah. ways and over and over
1: again. I'm like, oh. I get, like, I get it. It's, it's. I, I feel like it comes down to this kind of. There's a lot of modern movies that don't treat the audience like they are adults with thinking brains, and I really, I find it so frustrating when you're watching something that walks you through it. Like, honestly, like you're watching it while you're doing something else it's like it's it's the same kind of netflix movie where they make these movies where every character says every single thought they say that- Every single thought they have out loud, so that if you're watching it while you're doing laundry, you don't miss anything. I
0: mean, let's be honest. If I'm watching it while I'm looking at my phone, yeah, it's like boring that is, as hell. That's
1: absolutely the fu- and it's crazy because this movie so is mean
0: about this thing. No, but I'm,
1: it's, I'm, it's always more frustrating when something's mediocre because you're like, it could be so good, I know. but it just isn't like when something's actually fully just bad, it's like not as frustrating. But no. this is just like it has the seeds of something interesting but it simply doesn't fertilize them and water them Mm -mm. (laughs) to let them grow into something Mm -mm. cool yeah it's also it's only 93 minutes but it drags so long it's so much longer than that it's so frustrating because there's no time marker yeah
0: when your movie is just like can as i said before continually being like chase scene hide scene chase scene hide scene in and out of the house over and over again there's nothing for your brain to like mark as like a pinnacle of the plot right it doesn't have like (laughs) a a,
1: a typical plot like you know rising action to climax like there isn't anything it's just like climactic moment climactic moment after like one after another in this way that's like really not interesting exactly and most
0: good home invasion and I don't mean alien invasion necessarily but home invasion movies often do end up with somebody leaving the house at some point but it's only like once they might be going back into the house to save somebody else but it's like most of the time is spent trying to get out or whatever like trying to get help it's just again it was just the back and forth
1: yeah it was such a frustrating it was such a frustrating movie i really wanted to like it i know um you, I've heard a lot of like positive reviews Of it and I'm like what did you get out of this That I didn't get but you know It is what it is mm. I also the the ending was like weird and I kind of Liked that but it wasn't it didn't yeah. Earn it so it was kind of like exactly. okay whatever
0: It was like the concept of the Ending was kind of fun but yeah How they got there and then how they showed Me I was like Ugh.
1: Yeah, I won't tell you because it's fresh, but yeah, just know that we
0: hated it, hated it.
1: But lots of other people liked it, so I will say. I mean, if you're interested in alien invasion movies, like give it a whirl, see what you feel. I want to know what you think. I do too. Um, I guess the last thing I want to talk about is Saw X. Oh yeah, dude. I heard, Well, I will say Josh spoiled and told me that you watched Saw X yesterday. I did, um, yeah.
0: which my boyfriend has been calling socks. Socks. Uh,
1: so I watched socks. <laughs> Go socks. Um,
0: which seemed highly anticipated obviously because it's the 10th movie in the jigsaw universe i have seen many of the saw movies i have enjoyed several of them (laughs) i haven't seen all of them they're stupid whatever they're fun it's like people watch them because we like puzzles and death traps and whatever totally we like the creativity behind it. <laughs> it's like loving. Um, it's it's like loving. What's the best franchise in the world? Escape Room. No, 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 <laughs> What's no. the no, best no. franchise in the world? The best franchise in the world. Uh,
1: Final, Final destination. destination. Oh, my God. How? Um, why did it take me so long to think of that? <laughs> Escape Room? Jenny. I well, I don't know. That's just um, when I think of Saw. I think no, of Escape exactly. Room. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: it's like that same part of my brain that's like, ooh, how will they do this God, one? I do
1: love But, of course, it's <laughs> about
0: being torture porn or whatever. Yeah. Um, so in this movie, we have Jigsaw, whose name is, oh, my God, John what? Kramer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has had cancer for 10 movies, um, (laughs) and he has brain cancer and he gets duped into a, um, con basically. Like he's told by this guy who he runs into in the park who is in, um, a cancer treatment support group with him. Who's like, yeah, I had to go to another country to get this. I like, I'm, I'm cured. Mm -hmm. I'm all better, Wow! but I had to go to another country to get this, um, very like you know not fda approved Mm -hmm. procedure but it works so john kramer goes to outside of mexico city and it's like these scandinavians Mm -hmm. that are running this um and basically what he learns is they did absolutely nothing they're like it's a it's a combination of like drugs and a surgery. And he finds out that absolutely nothing happened. They damn. didn't even harvest any of his organs. Ugh, unbelievable. Which I guess he wouldn't if your organs are sick. But um, <laughs> so he, of course, finds inspiration in having been duped to uh, teach his con men, his dupers, whatever, uh, a lesson mm-hmm. by putting them in death traps. Yep.
1: His first revenge
0: um, and like. <sighs> For the hotly anticipated Saw X, I thought that they could have done better. Oh, no. I know. I'm so sorry to hear Um, that. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I saved it for the end. I was like, there's nothing much to say. (laughs) Um, It's funny. I mean, I haven't seen some of the other Saw movies, but we get a lot of John Kramer screen time, which Mm. I feel like we often don't. He kind of just like pops up in the end to be like, explain everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but he's in in it the whole time. Um, the death traps are all kind of like medical and surgery related. So they're really gross. But they're not even like that like fun. Yeah. Totally. Creative. Gross, but not exciting. Um, and. Yeah, like it just, you know. They, there's been better saw sequels. I'll just mm, say that. It's too bad. Um, those who did wrong get what was coming to them in this world um and we have the return of shawnee smith playing oh, his yes, assistant amanda, amanda. <laughs> um
1: but yeah i don't know it was it was like kind of like
0: soft and cheesy
1: yeah i mean i feel like after a certain number of movies you have no choice but to turn soft and cheesy i, know, I didn't i didn't look That's into who,
0: who done it yeah who, who done this one who but made this it look. was not that great
1: I mean that just made me think of And I won't say much because we don't have a lot of time But I recently watched the last Final Destination movie Final Destination 5 And what a satisfying end to the series That movie, <laughs> As opposed to Saw X And unsatisfying
0: <laughs> I just listened to um, A podcast that was uh, Talked to the creator Of Final Destination I forget his name But he it was like talking about how he came up With the first one and then talking about how he feels about all the other ones Mm -hmm. which like everybody knows including him that the uh fourth one is terrible yeah
1: one through three and five are great and four is not good (laughs) yeah but yeah I just watched the fifth one and it has Jeffrey Reddick Jeffrey Reddick it has such a satisfying ending i texted amanda in all caps as it was happening to me because i was like i cannot believe no one ever told me that this is how it ends i'm so lucky i mean like that no one ever told me (laughs) so i I feel so blessed but i'm like
0: no 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 you have to not know i just
1: i really i feel so glad that every all of my friends and family love me enough to have never told me how final destination five ends so uh and i would lovingly suggest it to you if you're a person who's interested in rube goldberg death traps exactly
0: (laughs) um all right we're almost out of here but jenny really quick what was your favorite new horror movie oh
1: that's such a good question i mean talk to me is really up there yeah yeah i know
0: i off the top of my head which i'm sure there's other ones but um i really loved evil dead rise i know it
1: was great the other (laughs) one that i didn't talk about but in is like only borderline a horror movie i really liked the new movie sanctuary i don't think it's that good but i really liked it and i'll talk to you about it later that's just a little tease for our audience all right, we'll be back soon. Follow us at Dim the Lights, or at G- Dim oh, the Lights yeah, and right. Amanda. Yeah, you got it, you know. <laughs> uh, we are a twice-monthly movie talk show. You can find us again uh, on the second Tuesday of November from yep. 7 to 8 p.m.
0: Uh, happy Halloween, happy everybody, Halloween's. for those who partake.
1: Stay safe. I hope you have really cute costumes that you're excited to show off to your friends. And if not, I hope you watch something nice and drink a nice big glass of cider. Yep. Yep, do a corn maze. Do a corn maze. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.